Welcome everyone. You are tuned into the Good Sex Podcast. I am your host, the First Love Doctor, also known as Crystal Williams. Shout out to the hubby. Okay. My name is Alicia Olatunde. I'm the owner and operator of Whole Intimacy and shout out to my boo. But girl, mm-hmm. why are we here? We are here because we are women. Yes. We are Christian. Period. But we still want to talk about sex. Girl, all the sex, okay? Amongst our friends, people are talking about how someone should have the conversation. Mm -hmm. But we're here to have the conversation. Absolutely. And as if that weren't already taboo enough, Mm -hmm. we get to integrate our vocational experience in the field of psychology. Absolutely, because Jesus, Uh psychology and sex, completely a thing totally a thing because sex is still God's idea you don't have to talk about sex just by yourself you can do it in a group (laughs) (laughs) you're hilarious (laughs) hi guys hello everyone and welcome back to the good sex podcast we are here with our special guest. Special guest. Did you hop in her DMs? How did you connect with her? No, my sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Lauren Dees Pedroza, and I'm a clinical social worker, and I'm also a sex therapist. Yeah. Sex therapist. Yeah, sexy up in here about with sex, therapy. Baby. Let's talk about you they can't see us they can't they wish they, they, could. Whole they, wish they could a little dance session going on over here lauren is here oh, to man. help us talk about i was you know what i was about to say <laughs> group sex and i already like her because she brought in books that i have that i enjoy yes. i always bring books yes she's gonna share with us the library. books and the notes and all the things but um, Lauren, tell us about, oh, mm-hmm. I knew you was about to skip it. I just, what happens to me? I don't know. Y'all, why do every week I act like I don't do the same thing with <laughs> every, every episode? Every time. Okay, Lauren, I'm sorry. Before we get into talking about group sex, <laughs> I have to ask you three questions. Yes. Okay. She, I prepped for these. Yes. I you did? Notes. I was That's ready. What your no- That's, That's what my notes were. I'm going to be mad if you didn't. <laughs> if I skipped it. They'll guess be remembering. Like, why don't I remember that we start this I don't way every know. time? You, this was she just wants to get into it. She was but this ready. was her suggestion. She was like, oh, we should do this with each guest. Okay. And now you forget. I get so excited. <laughs> I see. Like, yeah, we can well, I guess we, we can do it at any time, too. So mm-hmm. maybe that's it. We don't have to be that rigid. No, no, no. We got to do it up okay. front because then okay. it, it, it gets too good. To, oh, and then we, we don't, don't want to come we're, we're talking about it now. We might as well do that's it. That's true. So. <laughs> All right. Question one. Question one. <laughs> okay. In one word, what is the central message you have heard from the universal church and or Christianity concerning sex? You got really professional on me right? there. I was like, okay. It like, it like. It dropped that move, but I like it. Funny. It got us. That, that was her therapist voice. It definitely that was, was her therapist, therapist voice. voice. It definitely yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> this was hard when I thought about it. The first word that came to mind is the one that I went with, and the word that I thought was silence. 
So this and this guess been yeah. coming up with some new words, and I'm here for it. I am okay, growing so. up. There was nothing in the church, Ooh, and and I and I it. now that I think about it, I feel like too. The probably the wrong people had the mic, and so like talking Ooh. to us young people, <laughs> you know, and like like these young women don't need to talk about sex. Yeah. They don't need to know about sex. They just don't need to have it. Mm. You know, until they are married. And I remember being given a book that was called Dateable. And it, Ew. Was, it was how That's to gross. be like a proper Christian woman. That's gross. And Ew. how to date. And in it, I believe it came with a purity ring. But Ew. again, making I'm purity sorry. this like dirty, toxic thing. Mm. And so I'd say silence was the word that came to me. Because really, like luckily I had... I had a mother talk to me about sex a yeah. lot. Did and, you? and tons, I feel like we were all like real sex positive little teenagers that would just talk to each other. But still, that's the messages that we receive from our teen friends are mm. not the messages that right. we should carry into our, our sexual lives. Yeah. Correct. And so, yeah, silence. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Girl, word? That I was silent when you said silence. That's heavy. <laughs> I have nothing but to say. But it's real. And it it's, it's a bit of a mind bend to think about how, like, this, how. <laughs> detrimental the silence has it been is, yeah because mm-hmm. yeah. i do think a lot about all the things being said 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 that get on my nerves but like not saying anything right. is i mean it's left a lot of us out here like trying to figure it out yeah under I, judgment and under criticism and under shame yeah and, uh, yeah i just hopped onto the bridgerton train mm-hmm. oh. and so the episode Ooh. where she was like you let me go out of here ignorant. Yeah. And yeah. I just was like, that was heavy. Oh, I got chills with that. I'm yeah. like, like you literally, even when she tried to sit her down on her wedding night, she was like, well, things will happen. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like what are we talking about? Yes. And that's what, and that's what she said. And wow. it just was like, and then she gets into this marriage and she thinking that this man really can't have kids. It's Wasn't just, that something? Girl. That got me. That is something. And then the, the power. Well, I got to tread lightly there. I why? said that. Nope, 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 Say nope, it. Nope, this nope. is the good We're sex podcast. We're because here. I was just thinking about the power dynamic shift. But she also took advantage of him. Oh, you know, Alicia always going to give the men. And you so. know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm both. <laughs> and because yes. did she technically didn't he say no. Did he say no, she did. Stop. I mean, she took advantage did, of that situation. Okay. Alicia. I'm here to did. say the things. She kinda, <sighs> All the men are so right. grateful for you right now. I'm just saying, right. if it, it's not, it don't just work one way. I if forgot he said about no that, y'all. Stop, then she should have stopped. Right. I forgot about that part. Like if you're watching it and you feel uncomfortable, that's when you know. I felt uncomfortable a little bit. I was like, cringy. Oh, right, here we go. She stared yeah. up dead in his eyeball. She did. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> very cringy. That's when you have to like walk around while you're watching it because it's too painful. It <laughs> is. Yeah. All at once. yeah. A little sexy, yeah. but a little painful. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was. Richard should get you like that. That. You're it, like, yeah. I'm really turned on, but I'm also kind of. Also, like, should I be a little uncomfortable? Or? It was so, yeah. I, I just was like, girl, if you don't get off him, you say no. <laughs> 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 you said it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I did forget about that part. I, I literally did. I forgot about mm-hmm. season one. I forgot all about that. Sorry, oh, guys. Question two. Okay, sorry. question two. Okay, okay. It was relevant to what we was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Shine's Bridgerton and um, Shine Rhymes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How would you define good and or God sex? Ooh, 
Well, from this book that Alicia and I both have. Yes. Sex Made Simple. Um, there is the best definition in there about good enough sex. And mm. what I love about it is it's it's pretty much satisfying sex without the hype. Yeah. And Ooh. so it's that. So pretty much it's like sex positive. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, where's I write? I was like, ooh, abandoning the need for perfect sex. Ooh. So, so help that, That's like freeing. take, take that pressure off of that sexual performance. Yeah. And it's all about the connection and pleasure, even less emphasis on like when orgasm has to happen instead about pleasure and comfort and touch and sensuality. Right. No, I love it. it. Like emotional acceptance in a relationship and like the meaningfulness of that. And so I love that, like good enough sex. And that sounds like it could be depressing. And it's like, no, what it means is like there's times it's going to be really good. There's times it's going to be kind of mediocre. There's times it's going to suck. And that's all good. Girl, nobody is telling us that. I know. They telling us People it's going to be mind-blowing, toes curling, and everybody spinning and hanging from the chandelier every single time. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be great? But that's just not how it's it works. Not how <laughs> it works. It's not how it works. It's not reality. Mm-mm. Oh, Lord. N- not to mention, don't ever have sex. Don't think about sex. Don't talk no. about sex. No sex. No sex. No sex. Mind-blowing. Chandeliers. That's what, gets right me. Now. that's what gets me. What? performance space. Yes. I don't even have a chandelier. How am I going to do that? <laughs> right. You're supposed to be kinky, but also innocent. Yes. But even the definition of kink, people automatically, me and her were talking about this. Yeah. Everybody thinks kink is BDSM. Y'all taught no, me this. Alicia taught me that. incorrect. Yeah. That's I just incorrect. hit my nose on the mic. Because <laughs> <laughs> I sure was associating all the same. She was like, yes. No, it's no. not. <laughs> no, there's so many, so many wrongs. Yeah. So much Teach wrong. us sex therapists and it. sex coaches and in training. We're gonna okay. try. We're gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. told her don't keep don't call me that at that in training. training. She's almost done in training. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what compelled you to join this conversation and on this platform? I felt like this was a really unique platform because I really want to speak specifically even to just Christians and Christian women. Yeah. Because I think, again, really good communicative sex is better sex, is yes. great sex. And the yes. and the more confident we feel to like use our sexual voice, the better our sex Come is going to be. And, and like, the more they be like, ooh, girl, talk to talk They to do. Me. They want God that. wants us to have good yeah. sex. Come on. <laughs> see you preaching. And so I really want to empower Christian women and yeah. also know that like, you can be a Christian and you can come to sex therapy. You can go to yes. room. You will not be judged. You will not be shamed. Like there yes. is room for you. There is room for everyone. Right. Come on. So that's why I was like, this will be fun. I was really excited about it. Honestly, Thank you for you coming. Me also just throw in, and I yeah. know Christians hate hearing this what? just because you want to go see a therapist. That therapist does not necessarily have, have to, to be, be a Christian. Christian. That's no? a fact. I just want to put that out there. No. Yeah, we Put your stone down. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably talk more about that. And know that, like, it is your therapist, like, as your therapist, it is on us to to honor and respect your faith. And we do our research. Yes, we do. Like, you tell me what's important to you. I will look into it. I will ask you questions. I am prepared to be humbled. There you go. A good therapist will. And if you found a therapist who is has an antithetical approach to that fire run. them right that's not a therapist i don't no, know what you shouldn't that. be shamed for your faith absolutely not there's room for all of us so. facts so you mentioned you can be a christian or not and um go to therapy sex therapy and yes. you said group i did say group so we talking about sex in groups i know okay. in front of other people it's yeah. so fun oh my god <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> well, I love group anyway. I feel like I got my first taste of doing group when I was working in Lansing Correctional Facility. Um, you worked in yes, Lansing? Yes, I did for six Lord. years. And so I did groups with all men. And learning, like, the dynamic of, and, like, I, I did, like, this great positive psychology group with lifers, did what? cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. did anger management. And so that, well, doing that and just, like, learning how to have confidence talking with men about their issues mm-hmm. and and realizing just, I guess, my own bias and judgment mm-hmm. against oh. that. And then, and I love talking about sex, love doing this work and thinking about just how other people might feel the same way that I felt. Like, that yeah. vulnerability, that judgment, that even just feeling out of place like a woman in prison teaching men yes. about male issues. They were like, what do you know? Yeah. Right? And so yeah. talking to people about sex, they're like, what do you what know do about you know? my sex life? Yeah. That's good. Very right? true. And so it's that vulnerability, but also just think, even just the three of us as we're talking and we're like hyping each other up, we're getting that. That's what <laughs> happens in a group. Right. That's what happens. Like mm. what I, I swear every group I hear at least once like, yes, that's what I was thinking or that yes. happened to me. Yeah. Yes. Or when I when I had that experience and people affirming and mm-hmm. loving one another. And so group is the best place. I feel that's like. like I feel like people don't realize like we think because I have thought this way, too, like in a group setting, I'm going to feel shame. I'm going to feel blame. I'm going to feel dark cloud. I'm going to feel embarrassed. I'm going to yeah. be hum- humiliated. Wow. And it's like you get there and you feel affirmed. You nice. feel like you belong. You feel seen. It's like you, me you don't too, feel girl. alone. No. Yes. You, it's not as if we don't know that other people in the world exist with the same issues as us, but it's just that's not top of mind. No, or that it can be, you know, a sense of comfort. Yeah. You know, being around um, and, and sharing openly. And it just seems like there's so much. Why are we so afraid of group in general, but we're afraid about talking about sex. We are. But the idea of talking about sex in a group, what's so scary about this? I'd say judgment. Like, yeah. judgment is a big one. Like, I feel like I am different than the rest of you. You will judge yes. me. I won't belong. Mm-hmm. I will be rejected. I will be yes. abandoned. And I will feel like I'm naked giving a speech in front of my high school. Because yes. I'm going to say, well, I've never actually had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And yes. everyone will be like, oh. And then there will be that cricket silence. Yeah. It's like, again, our perception is different than our reality. Right. Yes. Absolutely. And so that's why the hardest part is getting people in the door for the group. Yeah. Once they in the door, they are not going to go. Yeah. They're going to stay. Yeah. So they so getting them in the door is difficult. I would say, yes. Like uh, like with my specific group I have now, which is like a women's intimacy group. Mm-hmm. Um, Me and Crystal coming. Oh, good. Are you better come. I'm yes. excited. So Once just save us two out. spots. Once yes. this comes out, my next group. Um, <laughs> not like at the group. I don't mind. I'm going to sign you guys up for that. Baby, I know. Like, we're not ready for this. We're therapists. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so where was i, I i'm sorry remember. i did, I did. You so people, in your group I am people coming okay yes. yeah okay yeah so <laughs> i had uh, had at least like 10 i believe and then leading up to that week of it dropped down to four because mm. people really uncomfortable a lot of people really wanted it to be online but i have a specific mm. aversion to doing this group online just i don't know where people's like living situations are i want to make yeah. sure people are safe it's such a vulnerable topic um, but I'm almost now leaning towards, I'm like, I feel like I may have to find a way to have the, mm. there be an online platform for people, but there is something about just like sitting face to face with each really other, is. having that communication. It really is. But even with the four lovely ladies that I have now, we have had so much fun. Yeah. yeah. I will say. Oh my God. The idea so of sex being fun, yes. talking about sex being fun. 
it's not all about babies. It's about fun. Yes. <laughs> Why is it always about babies? It is. Girl. Oh, because... People, you know, I'm people underwhelmed. Been, been thumping the whole sex only for no. procreation. That's why, but especially women. Mm. Like if you think about it, like we have the only sex organ, the clitoris, that is made only for oh, pleasure. Say well, it again, Lauren. That. Only <laughs> for pleasure. And who I created know. it, Lauren? God, oh, Lauren. only it for true. pleasure. He was thinking about us. Which is yeah. why it is. It is our job to learn about it. Ooh. Uh-oh. Touch it into you. Uh-oh. So, okay, wait, Lord. Uh-oh, wait. She said <laughs> Lord, what she said. Lord just told y'all to masturbate. She I said, heard. That's what I had heard. I heard I her saying, heard it. touch it and to use it. <laughs> Are you telling the That's single you? person to touch it and to use it? I'm telling the single person, the married lady, everybody. She said what she said. She said Good. it. She So, explore, exploration. Exploration. What's the benefit of this? I feel like learning our own bodies, mm-hmm. like learning our bodies, knowing what we like, being able to instruct and inform. And again, communication is good sex. Yes. Yes. And so the more that you can talk to your partner and say, I really love when when there's more movement. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. less less intense sensation. Because mm-hmm. yes. I would say, again, you know, let's say you have the like different sex partner. They don't have the same genitals that you have. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we have different bodies. We don't mm-hmm. know. And so right. you might be like, Well, I would really like a lot of a lot of stimulation, mm-hmm. but you do not. Right. And then yeah. that can leave that disconnect of yeah. my partner. And again, leaves that that mind piece open to like he doesn't get me. He doesn't yeah. know my body. I yeah. can be pleased by him, which can just leave this big gap for like marital yeah. discord. So true. Versus yeah. no, I can educate him. He can educate me and then it can again be that collaborative experience. Yeah. Yes. So Go what? Ahead. Wait. So what do you say to the to the single? So, but I want mm-hmm. you to address both groups, the single and the married couple who say, "Well, but the Bible says that masturbation isn't. I'm not supposed to do that." I would like to know. Does it say I'm specifically sick of people saying in scripture? That. No. I was gonna say I don't believe it does. I feel like I'm but maybe but it's, but it's a it's a gateway to the sex. Masturbation? Mm-hmm. That's what the people be saying. Everything is a gateway. It Everything is. is a gateway. <laughs> it's a lead to this, lead to that. Oh, father. Because if I'm supposed to flee sexual immorality, if I'm flicking my bean. Why is that sexual? Im- it's not sexual no. immorality. I'm telling you the things that I have heard. That's why I want to talk about, I love what you just shared. Like the benefit of knowing your body. And obviously like, I do think that there are circumstances I've heard people say like um, there can be an unhealthy maybe level of this. Um, And I don't know how that's uh, defined, but I feel like I've heard people saying like, um, what, what was the example that I've had this conversation and it seems like they were saying that this person was maybe even a bit obsessive about it. Well, like, I think we can be sensation or, seeking like humans can be very sensation seeking. OK. And it's the same as like with shopping or with eating. Exactly. Or with anything like that. I think all of anything that's in excess that causes distress in your life. Let's say you masturbated like 14 hours a day and never yeah. went to work. Child, that that's would that's be a problem. That would cause yeah. a problem. But even <laughs> if we think about I guess back to your question about mm-hmm. the Bible, I was thinking about it is like, I don't know, pleasure. Like, how do we define like what pleasure is OK? And what pleasure isn't OK? Because mm-hmm. I could go get a massage every day. And you can and like nobody's moan anything. into that massage. Feels yeah. so good. You're back, and and that's pleasure yeah. that I would be seeking. Mm-hmm. That I would be 
trying to create in my life. And I guess like, I don't know, even just doing like some of this mindfulness work where you yes. just, it's non-demand. Yes. Very satisfying. Pleasuring on your own body where yes. you just touch and feel sensations. At what point then does that become sinful? And that to me is like, that's really hard. So basically <sighs> your personal conviction. So like And if, just if be have, okay with like, why are we not okay with what feels good to my body? Mm-hmm. Right. Like we are literally like, you start talking about pleasure and it's like, oh, you know. But people then say pleasure is within the confines of marriage. Like, I understand that they're talking about like sex in the mm-hmm. confines of marriage. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot you can do around pleasure right. that's not even like intercourse. Thank you. Absolutely. So, like, why are we acting like you can't right. no pleasure until you have a man? What if you don't get married? Right. What if you don't? Penetration is such a tiny little part of sex. Now, can you talk about that? Everybody's talking about Bob. The tiniest part. Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob. Girl, I forgot all about Bob. You you battery-operated boyfriend. Oh, yes. I was like, (laughs) she was like, who's Bob? His name is Robert. I was like, are we talking about him? I was like, did you go there? Should we read my Insta? I know, I'm kidding. Like you calling him out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Robert Bob. Bob, Bob. not you, Bob. Bob. Ah, that's funny. What? Because we talked about um sex toys on an episode. Ooh, love. We didn't so talk many about tools. singles and sex toys though. No, I don't think didn't. we. We just talked about sex toys in general. Sex uh-huh. toys in general. But I'm. Sa- that's part of the argument. That's what I'm saying. That singles can't. So some. Use them. So for for certain people. If we're talking about the conversation of the single and masturbation, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, well, like fingers only or like outside only. Who's nothing the nothing that can real. penetrate you because then you having sex with an inanimate object. Did I say it right? Yes. Inanimate Again, object. Again, I feel like that's that sex Why definition. Like, what is the definition this? of right. sex? And you're having sex with an inanimate. What? Because it's penetrating you. And you're not married, so you. So when I get a pap smear, am I having sex? Right. I don't want to do this. Right. People are getting on my nerves. I just like to draw in. (laughs) I know the thoughts. You're the instigator. I like you. (laughs) I was like, I like her. I am. We have a we have someone who is an actual sex therapist in the room. (laughs) I need her to say the things. Say the things. (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay, so I do want to. Okay, so we're talking about pleasure. Yes. Even apart from. Um, the sexual act or intercourse. Yes. Um. So, especially, I think even apart from like Christianity, mm-hmm. I think we really struggle with this. I think we struggle I with in, even in, knowing in West. Uh, wait, are we Western? Yeah, in Western, Western culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At a moment. Oh, so in other cultures they don't. Eastern culture, honey, they. What do you mean? What no. do they need to know? And there's certain tribes like um yes. like, like like in Papua New Guinea, for instance. Yeah. Ooh, like they're yes. really good. Like what they, they be are. doing over well, there. It's really interesting. Even over there, it's like marriage, for instance, is just for procreation. And a yes. lot of times, like the men and the women, like like everyone just is kind of like a free for all. Like pleasure is pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like some anthropologists have been over there and yes. were and they're like, Hey, you wanna and they're like, No, I, I'm married. And they're like, Okay, yeah, and right. like what? and it's just yeah. part of the culture. Like our some, culture would feel nonsensical. Yeah, and isn't, I didn't know there, this. isn't it a certain tribe where it's just like there's a ritual with men and men yes. that they yeah, mm-hmm. that they do. I learned what? this in my sex culture certification. Yeah. yeah. It's it's this smaller tribe within mm-hmm. Papua yes. New Guinea where the men that is like part of your rite of passage. 
So dang. Yeah. A, a rite so of passage of into like manhood. Yeah, I can so see that. I can yeah. see well, it's like virginity that. is like a little bit. That, well, that's a whole debate. Don't, I'm going to say, ooh, don't go there. Go yeah, there. I think okay. it sounds good too. Because <laughs> again, it's like, when do we define sex? Like yeah. what is sex and sexuality? But I'm glad that you also talk about solo. Because I think even, let's say a person who is married, does that mean that they have to save all of their pleasure only for their spouse? Ooh, ooh. That's the thing that's to the me. Toes, yeah. I know we are. Because as if you enjoying pleasure for yourself is bad or wrong. Or, or your partner enjoying pleasure. And then I think it creates this environment, too, of almost like jealousy, envy, and possession Ooh. of one another versus. And I think, again, you can have boundaries within things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but requiring the other person to be like kind of a pleasure focus only for you is just very possessive. Think about it. Wow. But they belong to me, Lauren. Did, or do you, it was like, do you own them? Do I mean, own when them? they say I do, <laughs> that, that's what somebody's saying, right? Somebody said that's what I'm saying. Somebody I'm not gonna lie. That. Sometimes I get a little possessive. Mm-hmm. I do I get a little possessive, but I think even, um, ooh, ooh, like, now we have to ask ourselves where that comes from, too. It's like, where does this come from? This feeling, like, where's this vulnerability come from? Is it come from your own sexuality? And like, oh. is it that vulnerability of like, am I enough? Or is this, you know, I was like, just about to yeah. say, like, I remember, like, I had, like, the idea of, um, and I feel like I've even had conversations around this, like, a partner pleasuring themselves and like my thoughts about that. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, the, I don't know if jealousy came up, but like, am I enough? Mm-hmm. You know, am I, Oh, you know what? I'm about to, I'm sorry. You I'm going to pleasure yourself. Why you don't need me? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Those thoughts do kind of creep in. Yeah. Um, and I've heard these conversations, but you know, what just popped in my head. I'm sorry. I'm taking what? a hard left. What? Um, pornography mm-hmm. like uh conversations around um, ethical a pornography ethical pornography oh no do you want tell me more about this there's some good there's some really good ethical pornography what is there. ethical pornography i'm so, sorry i don't know consenting yes oh okay this is ethical or even like there's women owned pornography or yeah. like like belasa or belessa i believe it's called it's great and it's if you think about it it's all very sensual so it's like lots of build up lots of story i don't know this. and, I don't and it's less she just said, like i was like who? zoom in on you know and like real graphic and it's yeah, instead yeah. it's it's all like very very sensual and so it's made by women for women what yeah it's great i, was like, I don't know nothing up. about this i didn't either, i just girl. know she about the you. porn that is like women being trafficked and, abused and that right. and so that was why i defined that before you okay you i didn't there. even know that term thank yeah. you ethical pornography yes. so no like wives who have husbands who are addicted i'm using air quotes because mm-hmm. i don't know um what that Mm-hmm. whether they've been like diagnosed or, right. but addicted to pornography so they're masturbating apart from their wives watching pornography and how that negatively impacts their right. relationship now what i'd say there's like an element of guilt and shame to that too that's separate because mm-hmm. you think about 
because I, I feel like shame is rarely helpful, but guilt can sometimes be really useful to us. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Because it can, again, shape our behavior. And again, that to me is, it'd be very similar as if that wife's husband was also at the casino secretly or mm-hmm. was Thanks. buying drugs. And Thanks. so, but there is, it, it does, it feels so much more personal and mm-hmm. it hurts in a way that I'd say, because I've spoken to lots of survivors mm-hmm. of that. And yeah, the vulnerability to trust again, to be able to have fun sexual exploration. Yeah. It does, it, it, it like leaves a wound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about context where it's not all that, where it's not all that helpful. Like, mm-hmm. The exploration, anyway. I guess that's beyond exploration, though. Yeah, I, don't know. I would say. Because the addictive piece, especially right. like um, like MRIs that have been done on people with pornography addictions, like all the yeah. parts of their brain that light up is just the same as if they were addicted to opiates. Yeah. So that is very different than, I'd say, a couple or an individual that just for fun, trying to figure out fantasy. And also, like in, in our group, for instance, we talk a lot about our accelerators, our inhibitors, mm. oh, good accelerators sex context. Love that. So what's a good context? What gets us hot and what mm. turns us off? And for some women, like fantasy is a piece. And yeah. for men. And yeah. and so it's. I feel like doing solo play can be really helpful in finding out what are your ons and what are your offs? Mm-hmm. And then how can you apply that to your relationship and have a more satisfying sexual bond? That's and again, it. it's that not being threatened by your partner's sexuality. Yeah. Oh, now see, that's good. Mm-hmm. Not being threatened, threatened by your partner's sexuality. Yeah. That's why your partner over here masturbating and you don't know la. because they know if they if you tell them, you're going to fly off the handle. Really? Yeah, I'd be part of it. It's the same as like, why would we avoid like, I don't know, when we're kids telling our mom that we snuck out. Yeah. She mm-hmm. might freak out on you versus let's say you have like an open dialogue again about pleasure and not, I wouldn't say tit for tat, like make sure you tell me when you masturbate right. every time. Yeah. Right. But if it were a part of the dialogue where it's like last night, you know, I was thinking of you or blah, blah. It would mm-hmm. be, that would be fun. That would be sexy context. Mm-hmm. That would, that would like feed the fire yeah, of your own sexual the positive feedback loop. Okay, okay, yeah. Christian. So, yeah, we're not going to keep fighting about this uh, I mean, conversation. I think, but ultimately, it goes back down to personal conviction. Right, it does. But if, that, if it is your conviction. Well, if you're in a culture, relationship culture, and you have this, yes. this conviction in your partner's. What? If you're, a, ha, if you're in a relationship uh-huh. and you have this conviction oh. by yourself. Oh, yeah, that's the difference. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. there was there was a little bit of fire that came around uh, Erica Erica Campbell, cause she had spoke out talking about masturbation. I don't need to do that. I have a husband. Oh. Mm-hmm. And again, like I feel like she kind of spoke probably even from her own culture, and like cause for some of us, like masturbation isn't a part of mm-hmm. your daily experience, or mm-hmm. it hasn't been a part. Right. And then there's other people you speak to that. And I'd say that never experienced sexual abuse. I will say that's a myth too. Mm-hmm. At times, like well, it if you, is. If you're if you're sexual at a young age, mm-hmm. you automatically are sexually that abused. That is not myth. true. Yes, yeah. you know that have been experimenting with self touch since five. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then mm-hmm. there's people who, like it has, it's not an interest of them, and neither right. are wrong. I think that's the piece. Right. Yeah. Because I think that comparison is what, like, we compare each other as women. Mm-hmm. And, again, that's when we get in that performance headspace. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. then, too, like, even as kids, like, you just reminded me, we talked about this um, in another recording um, briefly. Like, um, I don't know what ages and stages, mm-hmm. you know, in our development that we experiment on what levels, but how it's not 
um, we as children are not sexualizing right. pleasure. No. And then um, you experience like a parent or caregiver freaking out about it. And now I learn to feel shame about it mm. or I learn to feel and then trying to move from that mindset to pleasure is good. Right. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just like what the, this is. Gena- this is gymnastics that's impossible or something. I don't know. So, yeah, like that's why to me, the context of group and like normalizing the conversations. I know like um, one of the things we talked about before was an individual sex therapy. Um, For me, I see a lot of the context being around like sexual assault Mm -hmm. or, you know, but a group where we're talking about like we're it's normalizing conversation around Mm -hmm. not just dark cloud doom gloom yeah awful experiences as relates to sex like we're talking about um sex in ways that we normally don't get to yeah do you and your group like differentiate like the guilt and shame pieces and like kind of break that down Okay. Absolutely. You know, we, I, I always talk about guilt and shame and that might yeah. be like my DBT therapist. Yeah. In me that's always like hitting it hard on my guilt. Well, be, I must say justified. define it for them. Oh, dialectic behavior therapy. Yeah. So DBT. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's like a lot of emphasis on like owning, accepting emotions, feeling your feelings. But yes. also, yeah. But noticing, cause there's again, which I think is interesting too. What are two things that make people feel a lot like sex people have lots of feels about sex and yep. also faith people have lots of feels about <laughs> yeah so i feel like that's where this like yes. comes, yes. you know but yeah and so absolutely talking about guilt and shame and validating people for feeling guilty even feeling shameful yeah. about their sexual yeah. and like their sexual experiences and changing that narrative like yeah that was like one whole group that we had was because i feel like a lot of times for instance like genital non-concordance is something that mm-hmm. causes a lot of distress. wait help me so that's where like, for instance, you can be very much in the mood, yep. but you are but not lubricated. Yeah. Or you can oh, be very lubricated and not, not. feeling it. And yeah. so that creates those conversations with people where they're like, but you were so wet. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, I I didn't, wasn't it wasn't mood. good. Right. <laughs> I wasn't feeling it. This so is like, good. This I know, is so helpful. That's, and that's yeah. so interesting. And, it, and honestly, that happens too. Non-concordance can happen with orgasm. Yep. Like, there's women who contract. Their, their vaginal muscles contract, and there's those who don't. Mm-hmm. And just, again, like, all those confusing things that make us feel like so embarrassed and yep. again like embarrassment shame right yeah. about ourselves so i think again yeah defining those things but also breaking down it's like when do we feel them what mm-hmm. triggers it where does that come from and and even unpacking some family of origin stuff happens in group yes like because like, that's important right exactly our cultures our families wait our you've got systems. to say more about that so family of origin yeah like in usually group. we do like a whole questionnaire kind of talking about what lessons did you learn so for instance if you grew up in a family where they only where it was okay abstinence only Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. then even having some self-exploration or Mm -hmm. with a peer Mm -hmm. you know and then immediately shame like i'm always supposed to be absent or if you're in a family with no limits no boundaries Mm. and then like there's i don't know and then even feeling like embarrassment that you're not more free Mm -hmm. i've had people talk about that they're like i i feel more inhibited Mm -hmm. and my whole family is very open about sex but i feel Mm -hmm. very shy and so again like how much that impacts guilt and shame yeah i know it's interesting that's why a group is so fun to talk to people about all their stuff it sounds like this is like potentially heavy stuff but Mm -hmm. in the context of a group it does make it lighter because of the support 
Yeah. yeah. The confidentiality. I think that's something yes. people understand too is like, because even anything I've said here is nothing anyone's actually said. My right. Yes. <laughs> right. Like right. no yes. one's actually said that. Yeah. And so it is a very safe place. But, and what I've found really interesting about group is like, it's like you said about individual. Individual can be a bit more specific and intense, mm-hmm. whereas group can be very broad. But I can also see people have just as much success in treating symptoms. Yes. I think like so, Than in like individual. You got to talk about that because I don't think people realize that. Yeah. Because, yeah, like cause a lot of times the group itself, it's kind of like in therapy, the relationship with your therapist is, is the work. Right. Yes. And so in the group, the relationship amongst the members yes. is the work. Right. Absolutely. So, like, there's value in this. I feel like I, um, I come across people sometimes who I wonder, like, would this be a better dynamic for them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, would this be? But I don't think people hear a lot about group, especially as relates to sex. Mm So it's like, I don't even think that there, I remember years ago trying to find a group to talk about these things. And I immediately thought trauma, like I need to find right. a group that's going to help me through all my, but it's, I, I didn't even imagine like a group where I could talk about, um, you know, exploration mm-hmm. or talk about like developing my voice sexually or, you know, f- you know, finding out what I like and enjoy, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't even think I would have known, like, I can go to a group for that. Mm-mm. No, I don't think I would have either. Mm-mm. Not at all. Uh, back when I was in college, I was a part of a group that taught sex ed on campus. And that was really, really cool and interesting. But I remember people just being flustered, even sitting in the yes. cab, hearing about safe sex. And mm. and I remember, like, one time talking to the K-State football team, and they one of the boys raised his hand and asked a question. Everyone laughed at his question. And it was a really interesting question about contraception. And (sighs) he clearly had no idea. And it was really, I remember thinking he was so vulnerable and like so brave. And then when everyone's like, bro, can't believe you asked that question. They didn't even know either. And And you said that because, oh, I'm so glad you asked because. Yeah, because they didn't know. Right. You know, like at least 10 other kids in there were. Exactly. They were like, wait, you don't? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Oh, well, that's what, okay, so. So I think that's the fear. That's what stops people from going to group, I think, sometimes, is that perception. Again, will I be laughed at? Is what I have to say, like, it's interesting. I I hear women do this a lot, and I'm sure all of you have done it. I know I've done it, where you, like, preface before you start talking. You're like, I know this might be a stupid question, but. Yeah. And so, like, that. I see that I definitely do that. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm sorry. This might sound silly. Mm -hmm. But, again, like, almost tearing down yourself before engaging in that dialogue. I don't want nobody else to do it. Let me do it. Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to be judged, so I'm going to judge myself. Yeah. So then the cool thing about the groups is that everyone is coming in with, you know, the same um, maybe needs or, you know, desires. or, And so it's a safe place because we're all (laughs) the same. We're like those 10 people in the room that were quietly like, yeah, me too. You know? Absolutely. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, so it validates all of our differences and yeah. I and then it like unites us in them. Yeah. Where it's like, wow, yes. I didn't know someone else liked that too. Yeah. Or yes. that's really different from me. But it makes me curious about that. Like right. curiosity is the opposite of defensiveness. And so Ooh. that's how like so I love like I love bringing that into group. That's a really good one to use with couples is hmm. especially about sex. It's like I want you to be curious and not not defensive. It's the opposite of hmm. threat. 
is curiosity. That's so true. Right? And so cause I I'll, I'll often ask myself, too, like, what's the threat in this? What's yes, the threat in exploring? I do, too. Dog on CBTSE. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> what's the threat? I know. Yes. So, wait, no. Did you say couple? So, you do groups with couples? No, that's next. I feel like that'll be so fun. This was, mm. I wanted to see how the group went and see yeah. how people responded to it. Yeah. And, and everyone's loving it, and I'm getting such good feedback. I do feel like ne- – and uh, now I'm, I'm actually in this hypnobirthing class that I was talking to you guys about yeah. before. Yeah. And I'm in that with three other couples, and we have so much fun in there. I, I just feel like that dynamic, too, yeah. would be so great. And I think, again, normalizing, like, I guess – because I, I think a lot of times, especially, like, as a woman sex therapist, I work with a lot of women mm-hmm. on sexual issues. I have a few men that I work with that I adore – but um, that's why I would really love to do with couples because I want to speak to the men too. I right. want there's so much mm. shame and judgment about sexual performance and, and like ED it. and yeah. and all these now things. Now that's a whole other conversation. It really is. But so I think imagine how are you like want to engage group. men to talk about that. I have my ways. <laughs> yeah. But you remember I said in a previous episode, men would rather talk to women about ED mm-hmm. and all of that type of stuff than mm. a man because they feel yeah. like women are more yeah. compassionate and understanding and aren't, we're not going to judge them. Mm. Right. No, it's true. I think yeah. it would be, it would definitely be interesting like with another couple. Cause I think, but again, that would actually challenge like the inhib the inhibitor that you have, which I'm sure that like puts the brakes on good sex with your partner. Anyways, you feel inhibited about my, like, my brain. What? I just feel no. like, but what about the couple who's just like, like, how do you redirect the couple who is like, oh, they do all of that stuff. My sex life is trash. Ooh, those are like the willful ones. The ones who like, oh, I do that, but it doesn't work. Oh, well, that doesn't work. That yeah. doesn't work. Oh. And I do feel like a lot of times that's more of a mindset. I would focus with them more on like their mindset. Like what is getting in their way? I feel like they almost have a defiance. They have like a, hmm. they know. They, they know better. They're not really letting go, I feel like, mm, to the experience either. And sometimes, too, okay, again, that might fall back eventually to, like, we have to radically accept that you guys just need to have good enough sex. What does that mean? Yeah. What do we have to radically accept? Is you can adore someone on, and not have the most, like, intense sexual chemistry. Yeah. But what you have is enough. Mm. And what you have is valuable. And so how mm. do you find a way to have pleasure in that relationship? Yeah. Ooh. So I feel like that's where I would go with, with those people, with the stubborn ones. Yeah. Like, well, nothing works then. I'm like, all right, well then how do we make this be the sex life of your dreams within your, within this marriage then? Yeah. How do we accept that? It just sounds, it sounds insanely difficult mm-hmm. when they're not on the same page. Mm-hmm. You like, have to be open to direction. I think that's the thing too. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, I know you think that's what she would like you to do, but I want you to listen to her words. Look at her body. How is it moving? Is she responding to you versus See, what you think? That's why to me, like porn gets on my nerves because I feel like it's teaching people not to listen or not right. to observe or not. Like it's this idea that I know what you want and what you like. Do you? Right. Well, I feel like that would be like, I don't know if I'm watching, I'm trying to think of what's like the trashiest TV that you could watch that's like not a good life lesson. Like even like Love is Blind. I'd be like me watching oh! that and I'm like, this is my marriage therapy. Oh, I'm going to watch this and learn. Even though I love Love is Blind. <laughs> and so I do, I do feel like you have to have that. Like, I don't know. Do we, people do that, though? I feel or like, do, like some people do use things like that as reference. It seems like people use intentionally use right. porn as a reference. Right, and it's like using like a romance or maybe novel unconsciously. as reference too. Like, yeah. why is my husband like a prince? 
And instead, I think we should. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, and so I think, again, knowing the difference, like, <clears throat> having, again, that's where, like, addiction would be separate from just sexual okay. fantasy. Okay. Right. Because we all fantasize. All, like, I don't know about you, but I fantasize about what went in the lottery. I've. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm like, yes. what's he doing right now? I don't know. <laughs> I think about, you know, and fantasy is fun. And so I, but as long as you know the difference, it's different when we when you when you start only romanticizing outside of your life. We also mm. have to romanticize our life. Because fantasy can be oh. better. Right? Like you have to romanticize your own sexual relationship, not just the ones you see in porn. That's good. Right. Whoa, I got stuck right there. I like did. You saw me slump. Yeah, <laughs> romanticize you, you, your life. Yeah, because think we all romanticize all these other things and mm. the fantasy, the ideal. I wanted to pick me up and carry me across the threshold and <laughs> throw me on the right. Thing. Girl, you read that in a book. Exactly. <laughs> what do your man do? Right, you come home and maybe he like maybe he made the bed. He Okay. He thought yes. of something for you. Like all that. He actually put his socks in the Ew. Like, I yes. wish I could see <laughs> No, in real life. That's good. Even the examples that you're giving are good. Mm-hmm. Like that's hot. Isn't that hot? If you came home and Heck it was all. Yes. Or someone texted for you some and they of just us. asked about your day and like really care to know. Yes. It's like romanticize that part of your life. Mm-hmm. Get turned on about that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm loving about this train of thought? is <laughs> I think like obviously you've talked about this Alicia before like you know relationships having um I don't know the language that you use but like you know different you go through different seasons for the mm-hmm. saints or di- you know so sometimes it's not just riddled with passion no you know but this idea that you can maybe even like jumpstart or reignite like you can do that like just because some people in their marriages are like it's dead it's over Mm -hmm. let's move on to someone else just like there's no passion or i don't but it's like no you can actually like stimulate and cultivate that well and most people that's what they need right a lot of times i think there's this Again, we've watched a lot of Bridgerton. There's lots of spontaneous <laughs> desire shown in Bridgerton, Ooh. right? What about responsive <laughs> desire? And so that's what a Talk lot of us need. It. Talk about re- what is that? So that's like, so for instance, instead of like, because I know this is probably all happened with us where you just look at each other and it's on. That's the spontaneous desire. Right. That's the going versus right. that responsive desire is that I call it the slow burn, mm-hmm. you know, where perhaps you're not even feeling it. Not at all. It's like not even on your like, radar. Yeah. Someone starts touching you. You come home. The house is clean. They talk to you. Yes. You know, you're laying in bed in their leg. That's how my husband give me leg. every time. I'm yeah. weak. And, Boy, but, and you, you talk, you slowly. talk that talk yes. and listen to me real good. Yes. And then do some dishes. It's going down. <laughs> right. You're like, <laughs> you're okay. You cute. No. And going down. And okay. Plan sex. It's planned. So you're like, yeah. all right, Friday night. Like I'm like, I have a surprise for you. That's responsive desire. Responsive Talk about <laughs> the plan. I wish I could see Alicia. <laughs> Talk about it. We got to plan because it. Because people act as if planning <laughs> sex doesn't mean that you can't have spontaneity in the midst of it. <laughs> Gosh, no. 
I mean, don't we plan anything we care about usually? I mean, I plan to be here today. Yeah. yeah. So it mattered to me. I don't and know. And what yeah. you're talking about is spontaneous. It's off it the cuff. It is. Like, but we're we so having sex on Friday, but what happened on but Wednesday, what? Thursday? Did right. you build up the thing? Did the same yes. thing? What was you texting me? Yeah. Right. What pictures did you send me if that was your thing? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and what's saying. happening Friday? That's up. That's that's like that's spontaneity. Up there. We're gonna have that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so again, but like the and if anything, we can feel more prioritized. You're like, wow, my partner really prioritized yes. intimacy with me. Let's reframe it. That is. Yes. This that is all it. reframing. That gone yes. it. Yes. And see if we don't. This is hear for me this. too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. If we don't hear this, like you said, like these conversations. Even this is like a group setting. Yes. Yeah, it is. Like this really is not just norm. It's not normalizing. Even it's transforming. Like yeah. I really feel like in these conversations, even we talked about earlier, just on the podcast in general, like there's so much that I'm being exposed to, and I'm yeah. like, wow, like I never would have considered that or thought of it that way because it's not the messaging that we're getting mainstream, so to speak. I feel like it challenges that you should just know again, like we yes. talked earlier, oh you should just be multi-orgasmic. You yes. should just be, be able to bend in all these positions. Mm. And so, and yeah, you should just know all these things about sex. And yes. it's like, no, we can't know what we don't know. Yes. And that's why communication makes good sex. That's like if Facts. I put that in a shirt, it's like communication is good sex. Come like, on. How do you in the group? So in the groups, um, the conversations that are being had, are they specific to like intimacy, emotional intimacy? Are they talking about like communication and such? Or are you talking about like the sexual act and like, well, and or? Combination. Like okay. I actually wrote down like all the topics and it really does flow. Like I usually start with the first group was talk about our anatomy. I like draw like a gigantic vulva up on a board. Come on, vulva. And we actually look at it and we talk about each piece and we all also like throw out all the judgments we have and silliness that we don't always know what we look like or what we feel like down there. Yeah. And so it's, again, just getting to know ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, and then I usually like I flow that, that then into like the accelerators inhibitors yeah. talking. And so everyone, again, just continuing to understand themselves because mm -hmm. before we can really try to please others, which again, I put in quotes because that's, it's not on us to be responsible for others orgasms ever. Right. Come on. Ooh, right. Oh, yes. come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, Lord. Y'all watch. Why Crystal answer her phone when her husband called and we recording. I, will never know. <laughs> I was wondering. I'm like, what is that? I was, I was trying to play like trying, a sound bite? I was trying to. I know you wait. To I was I'm, trying to. The reason why it's so funny is because Alicia was trying to play it. Come oh. on. I'm sorry, y'all. But I thought it was like a sound bite. He was in here talking about the stuff and then he called and my no. finger just slipped. No, he knew. Playing. He knew. He was like. <laughs> Right, somebody talking about me and the stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, no, okay. you're okay. Okay, okay what's I talking about? Okay, yeah, flowing. Okay, so <laughs> then we usually go into, like, sexy context. Sexual cues, turns on and off. Like, yes. what, what turns you on? What turns you off? And I have a lot of questionnaires I'll send home with people who are coupled. I'm like, ask your partner this. Yeah. Again, triggering the communication piece. And again, I told them, I'm like, you know, this is sexy context right here. Mm. You coming home with sexy homework mm. is hot. And with curiosity and with uh, like a lot, li even like a little bit of shyness mm -hmm. and like, and just how wholesome and exciting that is. Like, yeah. again, it's different. Yeah. And then I usually flow I into like stress. I never thought about it like that. I know. Isn't it cute? Yeah, it is. I think it's cute. It is. Because sometimes it's it feels, um, I think I 
sometimes have felt, what is it? I wouldn't, I have felt shame. But apart from that, I'm saying, um, I've told my husband before, well, you know, I'm a little prude about that. Like mm. regarding mm-hmm. something specific. Like mm-hmm. I feel, uh, you know, like, I right. know, you know, like, like you need to reframe that. No, you're uh-huh. being shy. You're being cute. You're being wholesome. Yes. And it's just like anything that we're, I don't know, that you care about too. It's like, oh, so I, I learned this thing today. Yes. It's, it's cute. It's flirty. It's He definitely thinks so. It's yes. authentic. Yes. Which even that, and I, I do a lot of talking about finding your authentic sexual voice. So what does that look like for you? Like how you express yourself sexually. Mm. How do you describe your sexuality? Mm-hmm. How do you ask for what interests you? Like what does that look like? Your body language. And I think feeling less self-conscious and judgmental mm-hmm. of the self. Yes. And like, no, that's just my style. Yes. Yeah. And I love it. that. Yeah. Because you can be yourself and not trying to like mimic something you've right. seen. Or- right. Yeah, because I think so much of sex, I think a lot of, I just feel like this whole episode, I'm just way too personal. (laughs) But (laughs) I think, um, I think a lot of why I really, really, really enjoy my husband is because I can be myself. Yeah. Like I can be myself and not even just sex, like in general. Right. I feel like in the past and other relationships, I've been trying to be like a character, Mm. caricature Mm -hmm. or a model of something I've seen. Like, you know, but in I feel like in sex, it's really important that you show up like fully present who you are. It's really difficult to engage and enjoy when you're trying to, like you said, perform. Yeah. It's not even as fun. No, it's not fun. No. Because then I feel like, that, again, that fight or flight is more kicked in. Yeah. And yes. You're frozen. You're tense. Yes. You're, and that, that's when I think we experience, like, pain during right. sex. Like, <gasps> true gener- genital non-concordance. Like, right. And, like, all that stuff that happens. Girl, yes. you just freeze like, some tense. people. Yeah. How do we move through come to the group that's what you right this is like- <laughs> no and that's why i do have a whole week that's stre- that's, that's focused on stress management like completing our stress cycle yes allowing- oh have you read that oh no the that's burnout not book? yes yeah no it's yeah. great and i i and it's so up okay i never said the word applicable there we go and i know she wrote that book too and so it's like she did it's all her same style but yeah. it is Emily. Emily. Yeah, she wrote that one. I love Emily. Yeah, the burnout. Yeah. And there's an accompanying workbook if y'all need to go ahead and read that. You're talking about Come As You Are. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. It has a workbook, Mm -hmm. including (laughs) you doing a V-date. We didn't didn't talk to y'all about this V-date before. Y'all still ain't done it. Why you say that? You don't know. (laughs) Somebody somewhere ain't done it. (laughs) Accountability. Right. Somebody's like, she sees me. Right. (laughs) She knows. How she know? (laughs) group no right. <laughs> right. okay so yeah so you have I, don't give them all your topics girl they need to come to your group to get i know it's here. so fun and it really and i honestly the very end like the last two groups like last week we talked about orgasm that's when we finally got into mm-hmm. orgasm but even the reason why it's at the end is because there's so much more yeah so much more can you up. please talk about and you said something earlier too about um something and not the hype you said oh. something. Do you remember what you were talking about? I don't remember. But all this hype and all what this whatever around orgasm. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about everything leading up to that. Say. That can Oh, be. satisfying sex without the hype. That's without the hype. Yeah. What's the hype? I feel like, again, the hype is that 
expectation. It's yeah. an expectation of perfection. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, though, like orgasm, it is like women are meant to have orgasms. Like yes. orgasms are beautiful. They're right. special to us. Yes. And also you can have satisfying sex without an orgasm. Yes, you can. Come on now, teach us. Across both the spectrums. Yes. Like, so I think, again, there's a lot of pressure on men as well mm-hmm. to always be ready to go and to always be erect mm-hmm. and always have that. And so even that non-demand feature of sexuality, like you don't expect your man does not have to be erect at all times and mm-hmm. orgasm for you to feel like you have pleased him or for you to have that sexual right do y'all know that this is like i like this is i because you know alicia has said this before and i'll be looking at her like oh. but yeah like i until my husband i didn't wreck it i didn't understand i thought he was weird <laughs> what? i was like because he like he would i guess he would be defined as like a pleaser mm-hmm so for him, me having an orgasm was plenty. Yeah. And I'm like, what about you, my guy? Yeah. And right. then it, it turned into like this, um, ugh, maybe some guilt. Like, well, no, I have, you know, like. Oh, for you. Yes. Like, no, but I didn't do my part. Yes. Because as right. a wife, I'm supposed I'm to do supposed my part. To, to be. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Right. And I couldn't fathom like. Uh, you're a whole man and you don't care if you have an orgasm and you like, and now I'm like, what is really going on? I don't even my orgasm right now. You can give it to me later. Yeah. I just think in this moment, I just want to give to you. I just, that was, I couldn't. It was pleasure. It was. And that was pleasure for him and for you. So when y'all be talking about like not having an orgasm, I be just confounded sometimes, (laughs) but I see. Yeah. And there, but there are tips like that's why like also half of it is like I, I want everyone just to accept that orgasms are not it's that's like, not, it's not like the, the goal right. yeah it's pleasure but I also don't want people to have an out where they're like oh her, like your orgasm doesn't matter that's not it because that's right. a thing like no. literally that's a thing like women not having no, orgasms but sometimes that's the, that's the woman's fault wait what tell me what are you saying because if you're not directing and telling the person what you want. And you have done or yourself if you're exploration, an or orgasm. you faking it for years. How are you faking? There, all I'm years? saying is, is there's onus on yeah. women. We are responsible for our orgasm, Correct. and that is, and that, that can be something that because I think a lot of times too in like the culture, it's like you didn't do that for me, right. and I think yeah. we, should, we have to be responsible for our own orgasm. But it's also on us to learn about what feels good to Correct. us. Yes. Too. And I will say there's probably relationships where it's not as safe to express that. But yes, like, I agree. oh, God, like now that is thing. good. Yeah, that is good. Like all this stuff right. that we're talking about means nothing if you're not in a in safe relationship. Right. Like, no, this information is only applicable in a safe relationship. Yes. or Even in like a solo experience where you're trying to have positive yes. sexual experiences yeah. out there. And so it's but yeah, not if. Yeah, in a non-consenting, non-healthy relationship. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And I, you know what I think, um, engaging in group um, on this level is like intimacy. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's intimacy. Yeah, we get each other. I mm-hmm. think. And even as a therapist where there's usually like minimal self-disclosure, doing this type of work, self-disclosure is applicable. Like yes. we all do the homework. Yes. And, you know, we're not going to like graphic detail. I'm not right. going to intimidate right. you. I, you will still be able to look at me as a therapist and not be like, how do I look at Lauren ever again? <laughs> but, you know, I will share with you. I will talk with you about mm-hmm, this experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll share my, you know, accelerator and like inhibitor mm-hmm. quiz. Mm-hmm. Like I'll do all the same mindfulness techniques mm-hmm. and talk to you about the shame that I feel. And so it feels you're not just 
being criticized or looked at by a therapist and being like psychoanalyzed for I right. love this. dysfunction. That's not yeah. it. And I did, I did air quotes around dysfunction. Dysfunction. <laughs> you know, because again, I think it's we all feel dysfunctional mm-hmm. because we're different and you're not dysfunctional. Like, you're perfect. Oh, girl. Come on, Lauren. I know. Aren't we all, I mean. Uh, yes. I know. You're not, I'm proud of us. No. I love this. No, I Perfect. love this. Yes. I love it. Yeah, we're going to group. Y'all heck yeah. Oh, I'm not playing. If Crystal don't show up, I'm coming to group. I know. I'm coming come. to group. You gotta come to group. It's yes. not about you. It's about me. I'm taking my ownership. <laughs> I'm going to take my next to the group. Okay. <laughs> you can come alongside. I love this. I love this. Love this. Love this. So, yeah, I, we really just wanted y'all to hear that this is an option to yeah. you. It's an amazing option. So if they want to sign yes. up for the group or future groups or. Yes, please reach out to me. Um, my email isn't like a very, very sophisticated email, but it's Lauren, <laughs> L-A-U-R-E-N dot D's, D-E-E-S at iCloud.com. I'm also a part of Bloom Counseling and Wellness Center in Mission, Kansas. So feel free to look me up there. Cool. I will be on maternity leave from. So yeah, I'm about to worry. Yeah, I'm about to have this baby. Uh, <laughs> not like in here again. <laughs> good. I don't know. I guess, I guess right. we do have a doctor here. here. We have a doctor here. I, actually, no, I feel pretty safe. Uh, I'll be on leave until October 1st, but my okay. goal is to start the fall version of this group mid-October. So please reach out to me. You can ask me yes. any questions. I also have a list of books. Yeah, give us the like books. Some books. I'll save that one because I feel like that one's more for therapists. Yeah. I brought that one for y'all. Um, Better Thank Sex you. Through Mindfulness, which is by Lori A. Brado. Mm-hmm. So that's a really great one about how women can cultivate desire. And there are exercises in there for couples mm-hmm. as well. And again, even if you yourself are not comfortable with masturbation, it's not necessarily about masturbation. It's just about self-touch in the way of understanding what feels good to you and what I doesn't. Love Thank you. And just being able to focus your mind. Because I say a lot of women, a big issue is like, I can't, I'm always thinking about other things. Yeah. So my brain is running wild. And so it's teaching you how to bring it back. Yes. Be and present. To tell myself, Girl, be here. Me Love. too, I know. Get in the room. Me this moment. Too. In this moment. Like, yes. Another great one is Coming Soon by Dania <laughs> Shifatan. Um, S-C-H-I-F-T-A-N. And this one's great because it has all these great exercises like the pelvic oh, swing. Oh, there's photos. In- Alicia there loves are. these there's diagrams. I do. About <laughs> ways to like enhance blood flow to our genitals. Yes. And, and Girl, like, really talk about it. The better the- what? Because, like, the more blood flow, the more we focus on an area, the more we can feel it. Yeah. Girl, so, you're saying it's stuff. good. It's really good. So that that's a great book. And then, obviously, Come As You Are. Come so we as about it. you yeah. are. I love it. It's so <laughs> and good. And get the workbook, too. Yeah, the workbook is great. Oh, and also, there is, I would look up The Intimacy Firm. Have you guys heard I of love, I love her. Brittany is great. Yes. I just did a training with her last week, and she just blows me away. Yeah, you did so. this, didn't you? What? The One training of her last trainings? week? No, I didn't do a training. Um, I, I did a session. Okay. <laughs> she's incredible. I love I her. Love and yeah. I just think, especially like she speaks to Christian women so yes, she directly. Does. But I also feel like, I don't know, she speaks to like all women. Mm-hmm. But I do love she's a platform just for black Christian women. Yes, and she's does. just so empowering. I, yeah. I just love her. So, <laughs> she's a lot of fun. There's I a like million her. resources. So yeah, feel yes. free. Call me. Email me. I'm here. Absolutely. All the so nice to Except be here. October 1st. Because she's yeah, on yeah. I'm going to be gone for a while. <laughs> we'll call her and set it up so that yeah. after the baby comes and she gets back, you'll be, be part ready. Of group, though, because get out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point of the group. Our group will be loud and fun, so I feel like I'm into this. Because yes. I'm loud. Me okay. too. I like this. <laughs> 
Thank you, Lauren. Yes. Thank you Thanks so for having much. All of Thank you for great. coming. This was good. This is so fun. I'm excited. I'm excited for people to, we love giving people resources. Yes. You know, so I feel Me like too. sometimes people don't know like what's available to them and there's accessibility issues and so thank you for coming yes. Absolutely. and for sharing um, your, I was going to say platform, but inviting us to your group. So we yes. will be yeah. there. Because we're going to be there. Mm-hmm. If Amen. don't nobody else be there, I'm going to be there. They're going to be there. We're going to be there together. Yes. We're going to these groups to talk about sex. <laughs> Even if it's just us three, we'll be there. Yes. <laughs> if we could just do a group with them, that would be preferable. But Alicia, get out of here. I just We can't be podcasters and then people be all up in our business. That honestly in our was, uterus. That's where my brain went. Really? Because, you know, people then feel a little... A little closer. We got that confidentiality agreement, so we got to. Yeah, sign you know, up. people still yeah. crazy. That's true. That's true. All right, all right. I turn this guys. Dark. Yes, so, come to so the group. It's we'll be fine. Don't Everyone's come to my it. group, but come to her group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in her group. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, go to groups that she offers. Oh, just okay. Come to okay. The one I'm gonna be part of. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>